Hi, this is Lauren Engel of Sidewalk to Hawk. I do my interviews walking and talking in LA. This interview is with Sweater Beats. I met him first in New York when I was living there briefly, I think maybe three, three, four years ago. Really, really nice guy. And since then, he's collaborated with Haley Kiyoko, Glory Days, and he signed with Big Beat Records as well. Huge future ahead of him. So, so nice. Love this one. Hope you guys enjoy. Today I'm here with Sweater Beats. What's up? We met, okay, we met two years ago at this boat thing we were just remembering. Yep. And it was, where was it leaving from? It was leaving from, was it like, like a midtown? Here, yeah, in midtown. And it was just, I think, gonna go around. I don't know where we were supposed <laughs> to go, but I know we have to, we had to circle back. Yeah. And end up back in midtown. Yeah. Like Pier 9 or something. Yeah, it was that something like, like that. Thing. And then a few months after, I think it was, we met at Rough Trade, mm -hmm. and that one was really cool. You were playing with just with like Falcons, right? Was it just you two, yeah. or? Yes. Yeah. Him and oh. I'm from the Breeze. Oh. Uh, oh, really? But you were born in Philippines, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Straight up, East Side. <laughs> where in Philippines? Uh, Manila, Philippines. We're in Manila. Let's get some. Oh man, Quezon City. Okay, sweet. I forgot the area code, <laughs> if they even have area codes, I'm sure they do, but uh, yeah, Case QC. Yeah, do you remember much back then? Um, How many years did you spend bit. there? I was born there, spent my first eight years there. Oh wow. And then moved over here, so I can remember very certain things, like the small donuts that they had. If I think I know, know what you mean, Mr. Donut. Yes. Because my mom grew up there, so a lot of my family's there, so I know what you mean. Mr. Donut, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe I remember uh, that so quickly. Uh, do you know what taha is? is that I can't find that anywhere. It's like, yeah, tofu, soft tofu and like sweet brown liquid. Oh, it sounds so, awesome. is it dessert? Mm-hmm. Oh, that sounds so good. And we used to get it, it's like some dude with like two buckets would like just walk up and down the street yeah. knocking on people's doors and they were like, yeah, you want some tahoe? <laughs> and that's just like one distinct thing I can remember from my childhood. Well, what else? What did you do back then? Do you remember? <laughs> just a lot of like weird, weird stuff like playing a creek and just be outside and just like little five-year-old kid and just his tidy whities playing in the water Aww. and like catching bugs. Yeah. Just being outdoors, that's all I can remember. Do you have a big family out there? Um, sort of. I have uh, my like first cousins. I have very few, but like after that, like second and third cousins. Yeah. It's huge. It just gets a lot. There's yeah. a lot of family out there. But you kind of come from like a musicalish background. Like your was it your cousin was in some sort of like group. Mm hmm And then like your dad plays guitar, but like. Was it always like that since you were born, like super musical? Yeah, man. I mean, we love our karaoke, <laughs> so that's a thing. Um, like, everyone in my family loves that shiz, and um, yeah, it's like always been a part of growing yeah. up, just even if it wasn't just like learning how to play an instrument or being in a band or anything, it was, music was just all around. Like, my dad played like bossa nova records and like classic rock. And it was cool, just yeah. like growing up like that. But do they do creative stuff full time themselves, or what do they do? A lot of my family does. Um, 
Like my cousin is a is like an actor, and he's very much into musical theater. Oh wow! And I like grew up watching him in plays. Um. And um, yeah, it was very very all that. So. Yeah. How about your parents? What do they do? Um, my dad's a doctor. Well, did he push you academically then? Yeah. So both my parents, they were like, you gotta go to college, you gotta graduate. And like college was when I started to like do the music thing really, really seriously. And like I started to tour. I think my first tour was senior year of college. And they yeah. were like, we get it and I see you, but you gotta finish school before anything else. Yeah. So that's what I did. Tell me about your siblings a bit. Okay, so my older sister, she's four years older than I am. Um, she's been, she's kind of the smart one in the family. She went to like the smart high school mm -hmm. in like the smart program. And I went to like everyone at the mm -hmm. normal high school. Mm -hmm. um, and then my little brother, he's like a bonus because he's like 13 years younger than yeah. I am. He came out late in life. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and he's uh, he's about to go into his senior year of high school, and he's trying to figure out what he wants to do. Yeah. And he's like, um, he actually came here like two weeks ago, spent a week here, and trying to learn about the music stuff. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's uh, cool. Just trying to take him under my wing. Oh. You know, the little, little cardigan. A piece. mentor, brother mentor. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to be like an older brother. Because <laughs> I'm not really, because I don't live with him. And yeah. I, like, I've been out of the house for most of his formidable years. So yeah, that's true. I'm not really present, so I'm trying to be more mm. in there. But growing up, so, okay, when you were eight, then you moved to, was it Rockville already? Mm -hmm. And then... Dang, you did your research. <laughs> but then you started, so you were in the band stuff. Was it like your friend asked you to join? But did you already know guitar back then? Or how did it yeah. come about? So I learned how to play guitar because my sister wanted to learn how to play guitar. And I was just like a little shit little brother who wanted to do everything my sister did. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I learned how to play guitar. First song, fun fact, that I ever learned to play on guitar was NSYNC. Oh! Show me the reason, I believe. Because <laughs> we had a song, but... Um, but yeah, anyways, so I just like uh, took guitar lessons after that. And then when I got to middle school, I like met all these kids who also played guitar and drums. And I just wanted to like do cool shit. Being in bands was cool to me. Yeah. So what like, about yeah. guitar did you like compared to like... I think a lot of people start off like piano or something, I don't know. Yeah. Um, man, I don't know. I was like super into like rock music, emo music, and I thought the guitarist was like, I couldn't sing, so I thought mm -hmm. the dude who can like shred and solo was like the coolest dude. Yeah. And he would just do like a rock stance, you know, put their leg up and yeah. just <laughs> kill it on stage. And I thought that was like the coolest thing, so that's who I wanted to be, like a rock star. How did he go from like, because you're like family listen to a lot of like R&B, right? So how did he go from that to kind of like an emo phase then? Oh man, middle school. That's like all the friends. Oh my god. I went from like pop punk, Blink-182, I got introduced to that. Um, and then it evolved into like more 
everything was like guitar driven from middle school on. I was like, this is tight and I want to keep finding out more about it. Yeah. So yeah, I just, um, there was that, that emo phase I think everybody went through, right? Mm -hmm. I think people went through yeah. that. Yeah. Did you have a bad name then? Yeah. Okay. Oh my god, I'm gonna find her stuff online. <laughs> Please don't, but yes you can. You can find it. Um, first, this one is from my sixth grade band. We were called Jerk in the Box. And at the time we didn't know that it was really, really sexual. Mm -hmm. We thought it was like Jack in the Box. Yeah. Now we're gonna be Jerk in the Box. Oh, um, that's kind of cute That though. was my sixth grade band. Um, after that, uh, I had a really semi-serious band in high school called We Could Get Killed. Oh my god, that's, that's, that's very emo. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that one, if you can figure out how to spell it, it's on the internet. You can find it. Damn. Videos of me in high school with long Whoa. hair. Long Red. hair? Mm -hmm. Crap. I had hair Guys, down here. Really need to find it. Was, it. It's not a good look. It's not tight. <laughs> but your parents were kind of even supportive of that because they went to your band shows and everything, right? They would drive me. Yeah, my mom would drive me to shows, um, take me to like the music stores to like get my amps and stuff. Yeah. Um, so they were supportive then, but they were still very much like. I think they were supported uh, supportive in like the creative outlet and like mm. I'm not isn't doing drugs or anything. Mm, true. Like, cool. You're doing something cool yeah. with your time outside of school. We're gonna support that, and that was awesome. Yeah. What kind of subjects were you interested in, like in high school? In high school, man. Um, for some reason, I really, really liked geometry class. Yeah. Yeah. It was like very visual, and the problem solving was like straightforward and logical. Mm -hmm. so. so you're kind of like a math person then, more than like an English Yeah, science. that's how I look at like Ableton and like the interface. Right. It's like problem solving, shapes and yeah, yeah, logical shit. What made you want to study like media studies instead of like, I guess something more mathematical? Oh uh, man, because I'm not, that was like the extent of my math <laughs> skills. After that, and I took calculus and all that other stuff, I did not do well. Mm -hmm. I was like really really bad at math after that. So yeah, and I just didn't want to do math. I wanted to do something more creative with mm -hmm. uh, So media studies was kind of like a very uh, big umbrella to fall under to try yeah. and like figure out what I want to do with my life. Did he concentrate? We were doing like website stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Did he concentrate in that or was it just like one of your courses? I think the last year that was my concentration. I was like you know what, after all is said and done, I think people are going to need websites. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, this is probably a good job to do. and It's kind of fun, and it's like you get to tinker, and mm -hmm. you know, you code, and you see the final project, and it feels good that yeah. it works, it all works. Um, so that was what I thought I'd be doing instead of music. Would, do you think you'd still be doing that now if it wasn't for music? Definitely. Damn. So you're really into that then? kind of into it. It was like a smart move, I guess. Um, just the web stuff. Yeah. Because I got to design and then code. And yeah. Were you always into cool. like a, I guess, design or illustrating or like graphic? Yeah, I thought design. that was going to be what I was going to do. Yeah. That was like what I wanted to do. But I wasn't really, really too good at it. Mm -hmm. I just thought it was cool. And, mm -hmm. um, 
so yeah, I'm glad this music stuff worked out. Yeah, but you never wanted to study like anything musical, right? No, I think that would kind of ruin everything for me. Yeah? If I, yeah, if I was like to study like music theory and got really into it, it would just turn into like a, man, how do you say, like if you study too much into it, it becomes less of a creative process maybe? Yeah. I don't know what I'm talking about, but I think <laughs> I'm just gonna say it that might ruin it. Because mm -hmm. I kind of just want to discover cool shit. Yeah. As I go along and just learn as I go along. Was what was was there a pivoting moment when you realized that you could actually do music as a career? Yeah, I think when I stopped asking my parents for money. Oh, okay. Like rent, like, Mom. Wait, was this this is still in college? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, like, at, right after, when I graduated, and I was already, like, touring and making money, I'd be like, Yeah. Hey, I can pay rent, and I don't really have to ask you for money. And I was like, this is yeah. tight. Uh -huh. I don't know how long this is going to last, but I'm going to keep keep going. Was it actually difficult balancing? Because you were already getting pretty big in music while you were still at college, balancing that in your studies. Oh, man. Yeah, very, very, pretty difficult, just because, like, my last year, I was, like, Probably like failing. <laughs> I was I, I didn't fail, but it's it was hard, and I I went on like my first Australian tour, and mm -hmm. I missed like four weeks of class. <laughs> so yeah. I almost failed that one class, but I talked to my teacher, and it was, it was <laughs> cool. chill. I just like had to do more papers. But you graduated, right? Mm -hmm. Do you do that mostly for yourself or for your parents? Oh, 100% for my parents. Oh my god, so you would have dropped that like a lot faster if it if wasn't... It, yeah. Uh -huh. I mean, I, I wanted... My, my parents paid for my college. I'm yeah. not going to deny that. So yeah. I was like, yeah, I got to do it for my mom's dad, you know? Yeah. And, um, yeah, I would have probably dropped that very, <laughs> very, uh, yeah, before that. Yeah. If it wasn't for them. But... I yeah. At least I know I could do it. Mm -hmm. right? What made you sort of start like embracing your Asian side or like, like I guess promoting a lot more like Asian artists? Was it something that always clicked in you? Um, you know what? Not really. Because I was like, like rock music doesn't really have that many mm -hmm. Asian yeah. people. I think once I got into the industry and being like, well, where are all the Asian people at? Yeah. And just. That's probably when it clicked to be like, yo, there's not a lot of us out there. It would be tight if we all just kind of like supported each other and put each other out there and just, hey, I'm Asian and I'm fucking proud of it. Mm -hmm. So we should be uh, supporting each other. I just wanted to be like, yo, we're here, man. Yeah. But we make up very, very little of the industry. But. Mm -hmm. Well, watch us. <laughs> yeah. We're yeah. after and we're dope. How do you think your music has changed from the first songs you put out to the songs you make now? <laughs> from like, <laughs> I guess um, the, first, the first like song called not not the not the emo face. <laughs> oh man, it's changed a lot. Uh, man, okay, I guess it's like less. I started out doing the whole sample based stuff where I just chop acapellas and. Mm -hmm a beat around it. I think it's grown more musical and like I really rarely use samples anymore except if it's like drum samples. Mm -hmm. um, but what I got from that is I really like vocals on my tracks so I'm always, I just always want vocals on my track. Mm -hmm. Oh wow, we, 
Yeah, we yeah. did it. We did a circle. We did a fucking <laughs> You can see. These <laughs> are like progressively getting sweaty. Yeah, it grows. <laughs> so now we're refreshed, kind of. Soon. Not yet. I'm going to walk around with this thing. <laughs> what flavor? Oh, oh my dude, god. I got a Ninja Turtle. Oh, hell yeah. So this is what we're going to do. <laughs> so I don't get sticky. What would you say the music you make now reflects it, you as a person? Um, I think the music I make now is a little happier. Really? Yeah, <laughs> for some reason. I've been making a lot of happier stuff. Mm -hmm. I guess because I'm a little happier. I don't have... I'm not so, when I make like broody stuff, mm -hmm. I'm like, what do I have to be really sad about? Were you going through a phase like three years ago? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, not a phase, I just, I thought like the broody and moody stuff mm -hmm. was cool, but now I kind of just want to make happy music, like things that make people feel good yeah. when they hear it, like I want to scream at the top of my lungs mm -hmm. kind of thing, instead of I want to look out the window and cry kind of thing, mm. you know, just yeah. like. I'm gonna sing in the shower because this fucking makes me feel good. <laughs> so that, uh, yeah. What would you say to your younger self when um, you first started out making music? Oh man. I mean, it's, you know, I think being an artist is, is like something that you're always, it's evolving. Mm -hmm. So it's just like what really emotionally moves you in the moment kind yeah. of thing. So if I told my younger self, I'm just like, don't, don't just go and feel stuff. <laughs> because <laughs> just be like, don't be, try, don't try to be cool and just try to feel things. Mm -hmm. I think that would be the only thing. Because if that, if there was like, man, I don't know. I'd have to. I I went through things to get to where I am today, mm -hmm. both you know, in life and like emotionally and shit. Yeah. So I wouldn't be the same person if my future self told my younger self. Yeah. Sometime shit. I don't know yeah. if I'm making any sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, just be you, I think. Mm -hmm. To put, put it simply, just be you. There were any songs that were like key moments in your life? Oh. Key moments. That you look back and you're like, oh, I was going through that phase in my life. Or, well, like I guess less than a phase, but like that moment and like a sad song, happy song in this moment. Oh man, let me think about it real quick. Oh, man. Well, there hard. are, definitely, but they're not released because they're like super, super weird and em emotional. So they're still on my hard drive. I've never put out a song because it's, yeah, it's like the email, emo, emo-est thing. Shows too much of yourself or like, yeah. what are you afraid of? It, it was showing, I was too vulnerable in those tracks and mm -hmm. I was singing on those tracks. And oh my like god! That. When was, was this? Just, this was like a couple years ago. Okay. Because I remember in the interview I did with you before, you were like, I hate singing. I hate I'm like, singing. what? But there's something about singing that just like lets out. Yeah. The, you know, you kind of like purge your emotion when you're like singing and shit. Yeah, I was just, I think it was like some girl shit mm -hmm. that was happening. I was talking to Manila Killa mm -hmm. and he also moved to like, the U.S. later in his life and had like problems like fitting in with like the U.S. scene. Mm -hmm. Do you think you went through something like that? Um, well, when we first moved here, there was definitely my. I think my parents were really wanted me to assimilate mm -hmm. and just be like, hey, 
being like an American kid. Like we still kept our traditions and all that stuff, but mm -hmm. I think they really wanted me to be an American kid and live the American life and yeah. do the damn thing. So yeah. from earlier on, I've been trying to fit in and, and mm -hmm. stuff, but I think it not too much trouble, mm -hmm. but I definitely felt like um, like. I was the only Asian kid, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, I was just gonna say, like, so Rockville is a mostly non-Asian. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I was the only Asian kid, so I guess I was, like, token Asian yeah. kid. I don't know. Um, at least growing up in Rockville and Silver Spring before that. Um, so I didn't, but I didn't really think about it like that, because mm -hmm. I was, like, eight years old. I didn't, I just wanted to fit in and yeah. just make friends. How do you think, for your future releases, how do you, what do you want to, like, show? of your personality or like maybe like some technical stuff? Um, I think now I overproduce less. I kind of just like let the song speak for itself and I don't want to overcomplicate things even though I'm like trying, I'm not trying to flex anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm just trying to flex on good songwriting and having a great classic song yeah. and shit. So that's what I want to I just want to make great classic songs, mm -hmm. I think. Last question, what do you mm. want to be remembered for? <laughs> oh man, these are the burning questions. <laughs> what do I want to be remembered for? <laughs> um, I think if I want to be honest with myself, I just want to be remembered for making you feel good when you listen to me. Mm -hmm. Kind of just bottom line, whenever I die, I want people to be like, he put, he got me through some tough times. Yeah. Because I know like there's certain people that I remember like Death Cab for Cutie, mm -hmm. Transatlanticism, that album got me through some emo stuff in high school. So that's what I remember them for. Mm -hmm. So I want the same. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much. Peace out. Bye.